Hey guys, welcome back to the Psalming Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. This episode is in honor of the month of love. My special guest here is my lovely husband. He will introduce himself here in a bit. This episode is going over how we met, his version, my version, uh, questions in regards to being from different backgrounds and different cultures, and then just random questions in between. Hope you guys enjoyed the following episode. Okay, babe, so go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us more about who you are. Well, my name is Chaz Taylor. I grew up in the DFW area for basically my whole life. I was born in El Paso. Um, I played sports all my life. I love sports. My family is from Oklahoma, so uh, I grew up in Oklahoma sooner. And fun fact is uh, that on my mom's side that they are true Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, they actually settled land in Oklahoma uh, during the uh, land run. Um, I really like to, uh, I like mowing yards, uh, sometimes for money, sometimes just because I, I think it's a satisfying uh, hobby. Um, I'm a pretty reserved and quiet person, uh, but I love to have fun. I love hanging out with my family. I love hanging out with your family. I, uh, I love to laugh, and I love making other people laugh. Now tell us, what is your occupation at the moment? Official or unofficial? Both. I am an unofficial comedian, <laughs> and I am a official teacher, special education teacher. Okay. I just want to let everyone know that he's a sped teacher. So that explains why he's so kind. So who were you before I came around, before I was in the picture? Uh, before I met you, I, let's see, I guess I pretty much had just um, graduated college and I was a substitute teacher and a paraprofessional just trying to make my way into the teaching field. I, um was really just focused on that after I graduated just was really focused on you know that next step of getting your job and uh, I wanted to be a teacher I didn't know I wanted to be a special special education teacher until I kind of got into that field um, but before I met you I mean I really didn't do a whole lot I didn't I just I worked out a lot I you know picked up random hobbies i started smoking meats i started taking you know doing like little landscaping stuff uh, just stuff kept me op occupied and i enjoyed doing uh, i uh, did not go out a whole lot uh, so you know like you were going out to red river i really thought that red river i never heard of that place i thought it was the river that split texas and oklahoma um, so that's how often I went out and did stuff like that. But a lot of my time was just, you know, I would hang out with, uh, you know, my brother and play a lot of video games and just watch sports and focused on doing what I had to do to get my teaching, teaching certifications. And that was pretty much it. It was kind of boring. So how would you, what would you say your dating life was like before, before me? Uh, it was like it was pretty much non-existent. 
I like the idea of dating, but like, I think like when it came down to like, if somebody actually wanted to date me, the idea of like actually having to go do things and not being able to do what I wanted to do, I just, I couldn't do it. So it never really worked out. It was always their fault anyways, but no, I, I don't know the whole idea of like there's always like too much drama i guess infused in dating that i just i never liked it so i never liked the idea of like so do you like me you liked me two days ago now you don't like me i don't understand this what happened that's always how it felt for me so i was just i was always content being by myself anyways i didn't need somebody to make me happy until i met you <laughs> but so i didn't really date a whole lot now, did you find more success with the old-fashioned way or the the dating apps that are now out? None. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I was on the Bumble and Tinder. Uh, that was just for, I think, just the idea that somebody had some sort of interest in you was uh, appealing, but and nothing ever happened really with it i think i probably went on like two three dates out of like ten thousand matches but you had that many matches well, i had been on it for like 10 years shut up i tried tinder and bumble and i didn't meet anyone outside of those things because as a hispanic as a mexican there were hardly ever anyone else of my race and i'm not saying that i only date people of my race but i just felt like that's what would that's the only type that would probably draw to me since there was only like white people on or white guys on these apps i knew they wouldn't take me serious so i didn't even bother i just deleted the apps i realized they weren't i just knew deep down they were not going to be my success into finding love So as for me, who I was before you, I mean, the best way I can explain it was just I was a single mom and that's all I did. Uh, my focus was just Bree and I. Uh, we lived at my mom's for, uh, for the most part. The, well, yeah, that's where we were. And my mom helped me anytime I needed to go to school. But other than that, it was just Bree and I uh, trying to figure out life. I would just my day was literally the same thing every day. Wake up drop off Bri at school, head to work, leave work, pick up Briella from after school care, find anyone who would watch Briella for a little bit while I went to school because I was in community college at the time. And then my mom would help me out by picking her up or I would leave school, go pick her up and then head home, you know, do homework, do bath time and do it all over again the next day. So for the most part, that was my life. So anytime I did go out, I think I would overdo it. So I didn't mind going out to Red River. I didn't mind going out to any anywhere I was invited to. I would try my best to go because I had to grow up so fast. So anytime I had the opportunity to go out and act my age, I definitely took that opportunity and ran with it. In regards to dating before you came around, um, I would say it was dumb. I would say it was a waste of time. Um, looking back, it was just a whole bunch of situationships that went nowhere uh looking back i knew deep down none of them 
were ever going to go anywhere. But because I was a single mom, I was like, you know what? Maybe they just don't want to date me because I'm a single mom. And I think I only had like probably one serious relationship before you. And looking back, that was not serious at all. That was a waste of my time. Because obviously once I met you, I realized I was never asking for too much. Obviously, I was just asking the wrong person for what I needed and for that, for what I wanted. So, yeah, that's that was me before you. But back to you, how do you remember the day or the moment in which you and I met? Well, I think that, like, probably for me, like, one of the most special aspects of when we met was is that uh, my brother and my best friend, uh, we went to this concert, um, off the rails concert, uh, like two years prior, and the seats we had just happened to choose um, were in the shade, and that they were had a good view of the stage, so when we were purchasing tickets this time, we were like, hey, we need to make sure we, need, we purchase the tickets on this side of the venue, that way we're out of the sun, the sun is just brutal there and so like i always think like if we would have picked tickets anywhere else like we, we wouldn't be here right now so like when i think back i was like wow i can't believe we pretty much chose almost the exact same seats we went the first time and you just happened to be right behind us the second day so you know we went uh during this time we went the first day which is saturday and then that Sunday uh, was Cinco de Mayo, so it was, I think, just adds a little bit more special element to it. I don't know why, but um, no, I, I remember we got there early. Um, my parents dropped us off, and we were in the parking lot tailgating, um, and we didn't even have a car, so I don't know how it was tailgating, but we were just hanging out, and we... Uh, decided to go in and we walked around and um, I think the bigger acts were starting to come on so we went to our seats and I know I had noticed uh, you sitting behind us but I just couldn't believe that I would even have a chance with you so it's kind of like why bother um, so you know I was sitting there and enjoying the concert you know just having fun, hanging out, whatever. And I remember you walked up to me and you were asking for a picture. And I'm so naive and dumb <laughs> and didn't couldn't believe that you were wanting to, you know, engage in conversation with me that I just thought you wanted a picture, like, to post on Instagram that you were at a concert and you couldn't take it yourself. So, like, I just was like, okay, so, like, do you want to stand right here? I'll get the background in and you can have your picture. And then I realized, like, no, you wanted a picture with me. And I was even more dumbfounded because I couldn't believe that. I was like, why do you want a picture with me? Like, I was a football star at one point in time, but no way you could have known that. Um, so, yeah, and I, I guess, like, that's when it clicked. Like, oh, wait, she wants to talk to me. Okay. <laughs> so I just remember basically, you know, I just, Luke Holmes and Sam Hunt played. I know we danced a lot to Sam Hunt. There's evidence of that. Um, I just remember being, I guess, lost in you. Just like, I don't know, it was just so much fun. 
in that time just dancing with you we were laughing we were having fun we were briefly getting to know each other we were dancing and falling into the people next to us and they were getting a little aggravated with us and I just I don't know it was it was special it was like it was meant to be like the timing was that's why I always feel like it it, it, it you know things happen for a reason and this has just happened because it was supposed to happen so and then you had to leave because you had work I don't know why you didn't take off on Monday like me um that was such a defeating feeling to see you, you know, we said bye and like kissed each other goodbye and watching you walk away was like it was really sad it was depressing i was like you're at a concert you're supposed to be having fun but like for like 15 minutes i just sat down and i was really kind of sad i was like i really enjoyed being with her i, <laughs> I can i'm never gonna see her again I don't know and then next day you wake up I had to kind of think for a second a long night but I remember texting you and kind of went went from there but I think like for me I know you had told me like you had you know child and stuff you lived with your parents deal because it was mine so it made me feel better i was like oh okay i have nothing to worry about now um but i think that you know you're going into a relationship i just i felt that who am i to judge you for already having a child it's like what if she was the one and you did not you decided not to talk to her because she she already had a child and I felt like I'd be, you know, wrong for not even taking a chance, and you know, I was right for taking a chance because obviously, um, we just went from there. <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys chose the same seats. I never thought about that. If you guys would have chosen any other seat, we would not be here right now. So the way I remember it is um it was a two-day concert but i only cared for sunday and i went with my friend at the time and i already knew i wasn't going to get drunk i was just gonna you know have a couple drinks enjoy the music because i had to work the next day but um yeah that did not happen i think well no i know i got accidentally too drunk i wasn't even trying to but the drinks I was having at the time they were just so strong and so but thankfully thanks to that liquid courage I got that courage to like be super thirsty and go after you I remember walking in well not walking in but like walking to my seats I mean I noticed you and I noticed like two other people around you but I also noticed girls around you so I just was like oh well he's already linked up to these other fucking white girls and I knew my shots with the white guy was never going to work. So, But I I did notice you. And I did try to get your attention for a little bit. But that wasn't working. So as the night was going on, I was like, okay, so what am I going to do to get this dude's attention? Because I'm not going anywhere without at least getting to see if I can, you know, shoot my shot. And 
I got the great idea of asking if you wanted to take a picture. And looking back, I, that's so weird. Like, why would I ask a stranger to take a picture with me? But I mean, I had to do something because the night was about to end. And I at least wanted to know if I had a shot, I guess. I was drunk. You were cute. And I just wanted to see if I can get you. It kind of became a game. And so I remember I asked you for a picture. We took the picture. And I'm so glad we have that picture because it's literally like the moment we met. And we get to show these show that these pictures to our girls. And then there's a video of us dancing. But truthfully, I don't remember anything we talked about. I don't remember anything we, you know, we bonded over. I just remember the feeling. I remember it literally feeling like just like in the movies. Like if there were fireworks, like if everything around us was just a blur and it was just you and I having, you know, the best time ever. I have never experienced that. You know, you go out in your 20s and you meet guys or you meet girls and you know, you have a good time, but this was different. This wasn't like one of those times. It was just, I don't know. It just felt like it was, like you said, like it was meant to happen. I don't even know what concert was like. I knew I was at a concert, but I didn't even realize that the artists have already changed. You know, it went from one artist to a different artist. Uh, the best way I can describe it is like when you go somewhere to an event and you see those two people who and you're just like oh they need a room like we were those people we needed a room that night i'm sure we did uh i'm pretty sure we literally were falling in love we were just too drunk to realize it and then i remember we were i had to leave already my friend was like we gotta go because of course i had to work the next day and i was already too drunk so she was in charge and i re just remember like not being ready to leave i was like no this night is coming to an end and i'm never gonna see this white boy ever again and i just remember like just like in the movies like i was extending my arm out and you were extending yours like this dramatic ass goodbye as in like no don't leave <laughs> and then like that i just well the car ride home i fucking fell asleep i was drunk but that's how i remember meeting you that's like, I don't remember, like, what happened. I just remember more of how I felt when it happened. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. That's how I remember us meeting. So our stories pretty much align, I think so. What do you think? Oh, I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I think that our interpretation of, like, when we were together, everything that night was just it was like background noise in a sense like uh, there was a big concert going on but like at that time I didn't care about the concert I don't think you cared about the concert I think like, we were just trying to savor every moment together that we could and even though we just met each other but it was all worth it and I think we both felt like it was different it was special and it was meant to happen I mean I know it felt that way I'm sure other people looking in were probably like uh, these people are starting to get a little too too personal and I'm sure I would never act that way in front of my mom or your mom but I don't know I'm glad it happened I'm, I don't regret getting too drunk or getting too thirsty or anything because all of that needed to happen in order for you and I to get to where we are I guess well I think like the most one of the most interesting aspects like 
it's almost like I had a crystal ball. It was like, I remember as you were leaving, like I kissed you, and I remember just whispering to your ear, like, I'm going to marry you, we're going to live together, and then we're going to have <laughs> twin girls. Like, I remember telling you that. You're so stupid. I was starting to believe you. <laughs> I was like, you whispered in my ear? <laughs> I was so dumb. No, you're dumb. But other than, okay, so we meet, we fall in love, and then you texted me the next day. And to me personally, I feel like you waited a bit. But it was getting to like lunchtime. I remember I was hungover at work and I was waiting for you to text me because I wasn't going to text you. I needed to see if you were interested. And yeah, you texted me. And then from then on, I just remember like we texted all day, all night, nonstop. And I was like, okay, I had this two week rule. I was like, if you don't ask me on a date after texting for two weeks, then I move on. Clearly, you don't want to see me. And it was literally that last day of the two weeks. And you're like, do you want to go out or do you want to do something? And I just remember we did. And at first it was like a joke. You were like, so where do you want to go? Jack in a box or Chick-fil-A? And at first I thought you were joking because I was like, Jack in a box or Chick-fil-A? What the fuck? Like, this is a first date. And these are the two options I get. I was like, well, I guess obviously the nicer one, Chick-fil-A. And yeah, we met halfway between where he lived and where I lived, and we went to Chick-fil-A, and I remember waiting there thinking you stood me up because you didn't tell me you were already there, like if I was supposed to just know. And I I remember I texted you, I was like, hey, I'm here, and you're like, oh, I've been here, or I'm inside waiting for you. And I was like, well, that would have been nice to know. I thought you literally stood me up. So our first date was Chick-fil-A. And I think that alone should have told me how our our whole lives were going to be from then on. That I was going to marry the practical guy, not the show off guy. Because I like you and I even saw the truck you were driving. The truck you were driving was so old. But and I'm not used to that. I was used to dating guys who had like, you know, the truck of the year and took me to nice restaurants. But again, like that goes to show you that all of that doesn't matter. I ended up marrying the guy who took me to Chick-fil-A. You didn't even take me. I had to meet you there. As the guy who invited me to Chick-fil-A on the first date. And his truck was so old, guys. His truck was so old. I remember it was starting to get dark. And he was like, don't laugh at me. And I was like, okay. And he went and he had to like nudge and hit his taillight in order for it to turn on because that's how old his truck was but it goes to show you like i was just worried about the wrong things in regards to dating these other people and you were the total opposite of what i was used to well there's a story behind that <laughs> i took you to chick-fil-a because i had just went on an expensive date with somebody that was just I just threw my hands up like I don't understand you like I don't know what you want you're just I'm not ever doing this again so I told myself I'm not doing that again so I thought you were joking and you were okay with meeting up at Chick-fil-A I was like okay fine but I'm not paying for any expensive dinners ever again because I just got burned fool me once strike one but 
I wasn't going to get fooled again. So, yeah, I took you to Chick-fil-A. I paid. <laughs> I did. For my chicken tenders. And then we, yeah, and then we went to uh, Fuzzies and I paid there. And then we went, you took me to Red River the first time. And I paid there. And when you asked me to go to Red River, again, I really thought you were talking about traveling 50 minutes to go to like the Oklahoma Texas border. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Why would you go all the way up there? What's up there? I've been there. There's no club I've ever heard of up there. But yeah, I mean, I I am a practical person, but I wasn't going to get fooled again either. <laughs> I wonder what expensive date you took her to. You never told me about this. I mean, you told me about her, but you didn't tell me about no expensive date. Whatever. It was probably like Olive Garden. I don't care. That's too expensive. Anyways, I'm obviously better because you're here with me. But I sure did take you to Red River. I remember our first date. We just didn't want it to end. So we went from Chick-fil-A to Fuzzies. We had margaritas. And then from then on, like, I invited you to Red River. And again, I didn't want the, the day or night to end. And I knew you were different for real, for real, because you didn't even know what Red River was. Because as a Dallas native, everyone knows that's where all the fuck boys and fuck girls went. Because, I mean, hello, I was there every Thursday. So once I found out you never went, I was like, wow, I really did meet a rare one. You're a little unicorn. <laughs> You're a little yeah. unicorn, babe. I'm you, you thought I was kidding. Like, I think, like, after a week of talking, like... You were about to go out, and you would ask me, what are you going to do? I was like, I think I'm just going to stay home and play video games with my brother. And you couldn't comprehend that. Like, you thought I was joking, but, like, that's what I did. Like, I don't know. I never, going out was never, like, it was, it was fun, but I just, it was never appealing to me. I thought drinks were always too expensive. I was always having to wait way too long even though it was like the first one at the bar that always bothered me so yeah can't relate i always got free drinks so yeah, anyways <laughs> stop paying for drinks too except for you i i one time bought four drinks for four different girls thinking like oh yeah there's like 25% chance that at least one of them will want to talk to me. And none of them talked to me, so I stopped that too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, guys. So, yeah, don't buy girl drinks. Because honestly, we're just fooling you. We just want you for the free drinks, honestly. I can assure you, 100% of the time, I just laughed at their jokes for a free drink. And that's how I was able to get drunk anytime I, anytime I would go out. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I don't blame you for not paying for girls' drinks. I really don't. Another question I have is like, well, I'll answer first so you can see what I, what I mean. Is, you know, what's something that you enjoyed during our dating time? Because we didn't date that long. And before, well, we dated for a year and then we got engaged. So, like, that whole year of us dating, I truly enjoyed just all the first, all the first positive things like my life was truly going so good once I once you and I started dating I remember 
people were like telling me how happy I looked and how different I looked. And then it's like, wow, that's how you know I'm heading towards the right direction. Um, I enjoyed like all those trips we took. Like we traveled a lot when we were dating. And I feel like, I don't know, it was just the fact that I was in a healthy relationship. Like that was just that alone is what was my favorite part because you know i'm i'm realistic i was like okay i obviously knew this was the part you were the one i was going to marry but if it didn't happen i knew that you were at least giving me what i knew i always deserved and what i always wanted to experience which was a positive healthy relationship like that there was no guessing there was no wondering you know, are we going to talk? Are you going to text me? Are we going to see each other? Like, no, everything just happened. Everything just always worked out. Like we just knew that I, you wanted me and I wanted you and that we would make plans for the future without wondering, oh, are we still going to be dating? Like, no, we just knew. Yeah, we were still going to be dating. Like we moved in. I think we moved in like eight months in. Somewhere around there, I think. We moved in like eight months into our first apartment because we lived like a good hour away from each other. It was a good hour, especially on like days where there was traffic, like from four, 45 minutes without traffic. And then with traffic, it was longer than 45 minutes. So I'm pretty sure you and I lived closer. We probably wouldn't have moved in as as soon as we did, but we moved in fast. We got engaged fast. We got married fast. We had the twins fast. I mean, but in regards to our dating time, I don't, I just think all of it, all of it was truly my favorite that you and I truly created positive and happy memories. Like my promise ring. I never thought I would be in a relationship that would give me a promise ring three months in or just someone who truly wanted to be with me and wanted to be with Briella. Like all of it was just, all of, all of it was just good. I have no complaints of our date of us dating. What would you say would be your, like your favorite memory in regards to uh, our dating time? I think like, uh, my favorite things about her, you know, when we were dating was, we were kind of inseparable. I loved the fact that you wanted to be with me and you loved being with me all the time. Um, but we we had a lot of fun, I think. Just we were always going to a concert. We were always going out and doing something. Uh, we were just re- we enjoyed being with each other and doing all that stuff. And um, I think just all of that combined was just it was just really special and we you know we did a lot and we wanted to do more and you know i think that we kind of came to a point where we weren't going to be able to do more unless we were with each other on a 24 7 you know period of time but our dating was just it was just always fun like we really didn't you know, have any big blowouts, there's no drama infused, like, there was no, like, questioning, like, there was no, none of that, like, it was always just, like, we kind of knew our expectations for each other, we just 
had fun. We enjoyed each other. Um, I think that was, you know, that's my favorite part. I think also, like, obviously you and I did things differently in regards to dating, but the one thing that you and I can relate to was that our relationship was our very first healthy relationship, you know, especially in our adult lives. So it was, it was fun. It was fun being in this healthy relationship together. You know, not only were, did we want to be together, but it was also the perfect fit. You know what I mean? Like we both were experiencing first together. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, like there wasn't any toxic aspects to it, except for the one time I thought you were going to break up with me. <laughs> like I thought I was done for. I mean, you told me you were going on a date. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, God, you should have known. You should have known this was going to happen. This happens every time. But you were just pranking me. So it was all right. You were going on a lunch date or something with one of your girlfriends. So it was funny. To this day, I don't remember that. It sounds like something I would do, but I don't remember pranking you. I'm sorry. I was just being annoying, I'm sure. Per usual. <laughs>